Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex means fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and automatic refills you don't have to think about. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance. Go to Nurex, N-U-R-X dot com slash blame for a $20 credit. Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts and new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. TheRealReal.com, promo code REAL. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. And oh my God, I need to fucking ask you how to pronounce your last name. Oh, no worries. It's Dara. Like, I dare you. Oh, ya. Dara. Yeah, a lot of people say Dara, Darga, Dahar. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna pronounce every letter in yeah, there just to like cover it. Look, Look, as long as you don't call me hussy. That's what I always say. <laughs> call you or what? Or hussy. It's a, it's a joke from like 1970. <laughs> don't judge me based on that opening Sorry, I just don't call me Kelsey. I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like, no, you can call me anything you want, really. I'll respond. Oh. Oh my God. Well, but it's Kelsey Dara, just in case you are worried. Okay, guys. Kelsey Dara. That's kind of do it every time like that. How do you say yours? Megan Rinks, like ice skating rinks. Oh. I know. There's two. It, it what looks, the fuck is up with our ancestors? Why do they do that? Dude, I don't know. Like Rinks. Yeah, just make just take out the E and then just like make it look like the word rink. And then also then I could be like Jenna Rink from 13 going on 30. Cute. Right? And it would all be full circle because my boyfriend's name is Mots and Matt. Is, his name is Mark Whoa. Ruffalo. His name Matt in that. And he Whoa. looks like Mark Ruffalo. Exactly like we just Mark Ruffalo. Like, like deep web here. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. You spell your Megan with an H. Yeah. My sister's Megan without an H. Oh, it's so Mine short. Too. Oh, it's really? such a <laughs> short way to do it. Wow, that's weird. Is her middle name Elizabeth? No. Okay. Oh, that'd be crazy. Anyone, <laughs> anyone's middle name Elizabeth? I just feel like Megan Elizabeth is so many people's names. Yeah. Are you guys Irish? 100%. Okay. But no H? No, wait. That's wait, is that an Irish thing? I don't know. That's what my dad told me. But maybe it's a lie. That's a liar. <laughs> maybe. Is ranks? No, that's Dutch. Got it. Allegedly. Well, now that we know each other's <laughs> genealogy. <laughs> yeah, wait, what's your zodiac sign before we um, finish I'm this I'm so part? glad you asked. It's a Leo. You're a Leo. When's your birthday? August 16th. Oh, my God. Wait, what are you? Zach was just here, and he's a Leo, and I'm a Leo, and my birthday's August 4th. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So many Leos in one room is my favorite slash very, like, nervous place to oh, be. Oh, yeah. It's become, it means it's a long episode. <laughs> this is the podcast, guys. It's Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. Uh, if you are new here, this is where um, we listen to voicemails of not... Just, uh, so, just end there and st- full stop we listen to voicemails uh, you guys leave us voicemails about the things happening in your life and we give our advice and if you want to call in the phone number is 310-694-0976 and international listeners can email an audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com so it's going to be um, a lot of advice giving Whoa. I'm excited do you memorize that number just because you've done this so much? Yeah, it took mm-hmm. a an, it, it it shouldn't have taken me so long. The fact to that anyone it. our age can memorize a phone number to oh. me is actually a special talent. So here's the thing, though: if I let's say I got some sort of emergency happened, I lost my phone. You fucked. I'm the only number I can call is the podcast number, <laughs> <laughs> or my best friend who lives in San Francisco. I don't have my you boyfriend's number memorized. Jail. I have oh nothing. Like God. we've always had. Like I go yeah. to jail. My one call would probably be to the. No offense to my best friend Cindy, it'd probably be to the podcast. So are you, is someone like checking we that out to make sure she's okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. 
cool. So if Julie we don't hear from Megan like, for Julie two days. would like text me and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to join. <laughs> <Let's go pick laughs> on That's God, a true God. friend. It would, yeah. That's it, hilarious. Okay. Shall we listen to some, uh, some get, give some advice? Yeah. Let's do it. Hi, Megan. My name is, ooh, I'm not telling you my name, but I am 22. I was currently listening to the episode that you had taped with Asa. And um, you had brought up um, kind of something when you were talking to the caller who had actually called back about advice about the episode with Ms. Fulmer when she was giving advice to somebody else. You ended up giving her advice on her ex. Um, I was calling because um, I have some advice that I need on my own, and it just brought up something that I had in mind because I've noticed a lot on your podcast that when um, people have any problems with exes, it's like usually if it's not productive, kind of cut them out of your life. Um, but in my situation, um, I had a really toxic ex, and him and I, you know, we went through a whole bunch of our relationship with him, you know, threatening suicide and um, all of that stuff. And I can now be out of it, identify all of the toxic parts of it. However, him and I have a three-year-old daughter together. Um, so I really can't just fully cut him out of my life, even though I know that was what's best for me because my daughter has to have her dad in his life or in her life, sorry. And um, I, he's a really good dad and he's really productive and, you know, they, we work out well and in that case, but I'm having the hardest time, especially since now he is in a new relationship. Um he recently got in a new relationship and let me know and all of that good stuff. And I have been taking it super hard, um, super emotionally, because I think in my head I thought that maybe, you know, someday down the line he would turn around and want us all to be a family together again. And because um, we've tried the dating thing, it didn't work, especially after we had our daughter. Um, and it just hasn't worked out for us. But I'm having a really hard time that he's the one that's leading the relationship first you know, getting over him and being okay and letting him move on. But I am still very sad and it feels like I'm letting go of the family and that relationship is tough to kind of let go of because um, there is so much history. So I was just wondering if you have any advice on how to get over an ex, especially when you still have to be around them, you still have ties to them, especially having kids with them. I know you may not have direct advice, but if you have any advice that could help um, me kind of get over him and manage my feelings, even though I have to be in touch with him all the time, um, for our daughter, but how to kind of get over him and move on with my life. That'd be great. Thank you, Megan. Mm. Oh, that's, mm. that's, that's rough. That's tough. I mean, I like, I don't relate on like the kid level, but like, I so understand, like there have been times where like, I've been the one to like recognize that the relationship was bad or instigate a breakup. And then if that person moves on faster than me, like I've still and then suddenly mm -hmm. hurt mm -hmm. because I, and I think that's what's happening I, I'm not saying like you're like rationally saying like yes like I'm aware of all these toxic things but then when someone else moves on I think what you first of all need to like recognize is the fact that like a him dating somebody else and everything like that it's not him choosing that over the family if mm. he still wants to be like he told you about the new relationship like he's going through kind of all of that process um and he's still like being a great dad so he's not choosing that over this i think what you need to and this is like not just like shit talk any like him or like the girl or anything like that right now it sounds like you think that he got all of his shit together and this mm -hmm. girl gets to have the great version of him 
you don't know that. Mm -hmm. Like if he hasn't put the work in, Mm -hmm. she might be ending up in a similar position as you. And then also sometimes some people aren't toxic, but some relationships are toxic and two people together. Mm. So maybe he's the same way, but not that again, like not that this is on you, but like you guys maybe just were really toxic for each other. And this other relationship, it's not going to be like that. And that's not anything you would have ever been able to do. And it's not him changing or this is going to be the same like toxic thing but like don't I think the biggest hang up as you probably have is like feeling like she's getting the mm-hmm. better version like, like like in a making of superficial way like I had friends who like dated guys and like then they like broke up and they got like hella fucking hot mm. and then the next girl she's like are you fucking kidding me like you got yeah. this guy or like someone who like didn't want to have sex or like didn't yeah. go down on girls or whatever and then like got that with the next person and like I in college like my college boyfriend like he dumped me and I was like so upset and then the next but he was like the guy who like never like he like didn't had told me those like oh like commitment things like I'm not really into that and then like immediately after Start dating of this course, other girl, and then all of the things he was able to do, and for so long I was like, well, why couldn't I have done? Why couldn't he have done it with me? And it was like, well, no, it's not about me. Right. It was like their who they were were so different than how him and I were. Mm-hmm. So I think like, ma- like knowing that, because I think that's probably at least for me, if I was in that situation, that's what would hurt because you feel like you're yeah. watching someone get what you and didn't get. And of course get. you're only seeing the best parts of like that. I'm assuming you're, you're she said she's 22. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure these people have Instagrams, Facebooks, Twitters. Yeah. You're probably only seeing the best version of what they're doing together and that's going to mm-hmm. sting. And she said something about like you were hoping one day he was going to change maybe and, and want the family back together. I think someone can be a really great dad and be a shitty person. Like yeah. I don't think those things are together and knowing that like you saw his true colors and it's so cheesy but like when someone shows you who they are Mm -hmm. believe them and if you saw what that is which is like you know those threatening suicide that stuff is exactly the definition of a toxic person who's threatening and using that against you it's one thing if they don't know how to ask for help but to do it against someone that you care about and are building a life with and especially the mother of your child like I'm going to cancel you and I think you should know that like the other thing too is, is when you do have to be in constant communication with someone, you're maybe thinking taking texts as something else or mm-hmm. having an excuse to text that person. But for you and like your mental health, my advice would be to keep that relationship as contained to the child as possible. Mm-hmm. So not even like high emojis with like, you know, yeah. any bullshit, any fluff as if this person is your friend. I think it's keep it that this is the father. You are strictly talking about pickup times, drop off times, not sending any like photo. Like you can mm-hmm. still raise someone and not have to have a relationship with that person mm-hmm. at all, at all. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even need to be friendly. It can be like yeah. just a person that you have to meet up with twice mm-hmm. a week. And I know it's tough, but yeah. I'm kind of a... Uh, yeah I'm, I'm the same <laughs> and I think if you are having like a hard time with it like not like if you feel like I don't know like you you start to romanticize it or anything like that like have like one of your friends drive with you when you go drop your kid mm. off and you see him or like have a friend with you in the car when you pick her up like or him or her up daughter daughter, daughter, her. daughter yeah. uh, or maybe, <laughs> or maybe, or maybe <laughs> who cares um pick them up and then the same thing of like, if you have to text him and ask that and you're afraid of holding yourself accountable, because I think you're exactly right. Like there should be no fluff. There is none of those like, excuses because like you're going to be able to directly contrast as to how you used to fuck, talk mm-hmm. to each other, like fuck mm-hmm. each other. 
say fucking talk to each other. True. <laughs> but like, so it, it does feel different and like, it's easy to slip back into that routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like, even if you're just, every time you text him to talk about literally the specifics, have a friend with you as you're doing it. Be like, please just make sure that I don't like start mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And I think the second that you clue other people in, then they can also hold you responsible mm-hmm. for it. And they can also tell you like remind like you can be like please remind me why we broke up yeah. and like why I'm not with this person and uh they can do that for you um and then I think also I think there's like a lot of I think it's e and I say this as someone who doesn't even have kids but I think it's a lot easier for men to date like fathers to date post oh, breaking up hell yeah. than mothers and I Absolutely. think he you probably feel which you shouldn't but it's understandable there's so much like mom guilt of being like she's your daughter's two years old and like he's moving on and able to but like there are still so many other things that like only a mom can do for Mm -hmm. their kid Mm -hmm. and i think like you need to like i think you as much like being a mom is awesome and great i'm sure but like you also need to prioritize like yourself and moving on and throwing yourself into like oh i'm just gonna be like the greatest mom and the best mom forever and all that stuff like you're gonna do that regardless Mm -hmm. like that's awesome like you are like being a great mom you don't need to stress and worry about that and i think that like the more energy you can put into like another adult relationship Mm -hmm. whether like an adult relationship with yourself with your friends and like that because when you put all of this and you just have that right like not that i'm saying you have like all this just riding on your kid like that's also part of your ex like that whole thing so like he's moving on and i i do believe like at least for me like i am never fully over somebody and like (laughs) till you're on to somebody else but like (laughs) it's like maybe even that just means like getting back on dating apps and like having that because if the issue is is if you haven't dated anybody post him then like when his name pops up on your phone you're used to seeing like a flirty text like he's the guy that you would usually do that too and normally my advice is like find another guy so like you don't do that with this guy but you still have to talk to him so you need to there needs to be another part of your life that you can have those like put that those feelings towards because right now you had those feelings for him and he's not going to be able to be out of your life. Mm-hmm. And so now like, like explore the other sides yeah. of it and don't feel, don't feel guilty. Cause I think, I right. think that makes you a better mom. Like I yes. think being like confident and independent and like really focusing on like being the best version of yourself, I think really like helps. And also, um, there's something to be said about like hooking up. Like, yeah. True. I think that could be like a really great thing. Yeah. And not comparing anything of like your life to his just mm-hmm. because he's now back in a relationship does not mean it's good. Does not mean it's healthy. Does not yeah. mean it's going to be successful. Like what you said about like you don't don't project an idea of what you think that relationship is. You have to look at it. You you shouldn't even look at it. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You know, I'm not one to be like petty unfollows, but if it's not positive to your timeline take it away Mm. i love that mute button dude i've utilized it so many relations Mm -hmm. my gosh the amount of people that that i don't have to be like i don't really like you but i can't tell you that right yeah it's amazing utilize it yeah and i i I think exactly like you said though that there doesn't need to be don't feel like obliged to have any sort of like over fluff and mm-hmm. politeness like you can you be don't owe him shit exactly and like you you <laughs> both are co-parents and all that's important is that he's a good dad to your daughter yeah. but him being a good dad to your daughter should not rely on like you guys having a mm-hmm. like friendship relationship it's hard because it's it's like you're supposed to be the mother you're supposed to be the kind nurturing like all the biological bullshit that the books tell us mm-hmm. does not mean you have to be that to him no like when he all. comes to pick him up it could be hello 
thank you and uh-huh. shut the door. It doesn't yeah. need to be like, how are you? How's your new girlfriend? You don't need to check in on him. You don't owe him any energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And if you guys eventually get to that place, then fine. But you don't have to be there now. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I don't think I it's like realistic that. to be there if when one of you is in no, a relationship. Yeah. Especially the if not. you're trying to cut, cutting someone off is and great over if him. you can do it. Yeah. I think it's a lot of faking it till you make it. But I like what you said. Mm-hmm. Like if you need to pour over his shit for another couple six months or whatever until you're back on yeah. Tinder, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's harder to pretend like you cut someone off like you're a bad bitch that just like Taylor Swift's people <laughs> yeah. out of your life. But then you get drunk and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to yeah. text everything. Like don't 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 lie to yourself, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So best of luck. And yeah, fuck, that's up. hard. Yeah. Which I feel like I need. I just now want to keep telling everybody, be like, "Hey, this does suck for you." Like, just so you know, it does well, suck. Dating someone's yeah. feelings, like, I love like that. you said, we've been conditioned to believe like we're crazy, we're oversensitive. Yeah. It's somehow us being irrational. Yeah. But like nine times out of ten, we promise oh, you, ten it times is not out of you. ten, <laughs> ten times out of ten. Well, I don't know. I speak from personal experience. <laughs> I'm wrong uh, sometimes. Nine times out of ten, yeah, <laughs> I'm wrong sometimes. <sighs> but we go? will not admit that. That was no. just no, no, no. We will no, just hypothetically. That yeah. I've been wrong. Yeah. In hypothetical go. situations. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go on to the next? Yeah. I'm just going to keep. <laughs> Hi, Megan and guests. I uh, just want to say that I love the podcast. So I have a bit of a dilemma. I am engaged. Um, that's not the dilemma. I love my fiance and we're super excited to get married and can't wait. We're getting married in the fall. But our dilemma is with his father. His dad is very much an absent father, and they've always had an estranged relationship. They text maybe three, four times a year if it's a good year. Uh, But he has a wonderful stepfather who is very much his father. His mom is absolutely lovely, so he's always had great parents in his life. Recently, his dad was arrested on felony charges, and it has to do with money. He didn't murder anyone or anything. But still, his dad could be a felon. Uh, the investigation is ongoing. So what we've been discussing lately is whether or not he's in jail by the time we get married. Uh, if he's not in jail, should he come to the wedding? I really don't like his father. Um, he's hurt my fiancé one too many times, and I just think he's a terrible person. Um, I refer to him as a sperm donor a lot. My fiancé knows my feelings about this. However, I've repeatedly told him that I will support him with whatever choice he makes, and I've really made that clear to him, and he knows that that's the truth, and I will. I will support whatever he wants to do. I just think that my fiancé is struggling because he knows that if he doesn't come to the wedding, it's kind of the end of what could be a potential relationship for the two of them in the future. And I don't know that he's ready to close that door yet. And I don't entirely blame him because at the end of the day, no matter what faults he may have or felony charges, he's still his dad. And I want to be respectful of that. And it's kind of hard for me to imagine because I have two incredible parents. So I can't really imagine what a terrible, difficult situation he's in. So we've had a lot of talks about it, and they've all been really, like, good and productive talks. We haven't had any fights or anything about it, but any advice that you could give on maybe how we should handle the situation and his father would be great. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, aye, aye, aye. I like saw where that was going the second she said we Felon? were getting married, oh. but. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. There. The- Honestly, it's kind of one of my favorite lead-ups and calls. Yeah. Like, so we're getting married, but I'm like, oh, but what? But what? <laughs> but what is there hiding? That is so tough. 
I didn't yeah. hear though in the call like how does the fiance actually feel he's torn like about mm-hmm. like how he's got like he's got a great stepdad and he's like loves his mom and has a great relationship with them but is torn because so he, the fiance doesn't know no, no that what he wants to do right yeah okay. no mm-hmm. so it's more like she's going to be giving him yeah. gentle mm-hmm. pushes in a direction where yeah. it really should be his mm-hmm. she said yeah. that she would support him no matter what mm-hmm. he decided but she just wants like we're giving them both advice. Both apparently. advice. He, yeah. I don't know okay. if he consented to us giving advice, but we're yeah. giving. Um, uh, I think like, uh, I think like as much as your sperm donor jokes are really funny, I think you just need yeah. to like, unless he brings it up. Yeah. I just wouldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bring up his dad. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do anything about that mm-hmm. because like, for as often as you think about it, I'm sure he thinks about it 10 times more. Mm-hmm. And like, you're totally being very like sympathetic and understanding like how hard this must be for him considering how much, how hard you feel it is for you. And that's just like satellite being like, I feel bad because it is hurting him. So I would just say like, really stand by what you say with like, you're going to support whatever decision. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, don't bring it up. Mm-hmm. And don't talk about it with him. And I know you're planning a wedding and you mm-hmm. kind of like, you're like, I need to fucking know. Yeah. And also like, <laughs> I understand the feeling of like, I'm the kind of person like, let's solve it fucking right now. Like, let's yeah. just do this. Yeah. And like, you just need to quiet that part of your brain mm-hmm. and just like reserve however much extra ahead it is going to be for that, like to have him there, reserve that, have that aside. Like know that maybe even up until like the day before the fucking wedding, he might change his mind mm-hmm. either which way. So I would say don't, yeah, I would just not talk about it until he's ready to talk about it. And then also maybe, yeah, maybe he doesn't want to make a decision mm-hmm. until the moment. You know what I mean, like, I don't know that whatever his process is going to be, I think in order to fully support him, you, um, I just think you, you need to let him instigate everything. And if he talks to you and is like, Hey, like, what do you think? Like, I, I want to talk about this. Like, I need some advice for like be there to like listen but i don't think bringing it up is um yeah i mean i can so relate to this problem because i have been in a relationship before where i could not stand this person's (laughs) brother whatever if he knows who he is i (laughs) I could not stand this person's brother and it like affected everything we did vacations we would take birthdays gatherings and like he would talk so much shit to me about his brother he'd be like my fucking brother did this yeah and i'd be like well then don't invite him to this thing and he'd be like i have to he's He's my my brother brother. and i'm like well then don't come to me and complain because i'm someone who takes on the emotional weight and gets angry because of course you love this person he's your fiance Mm -hmm. like you want to be mad for him you want to protect him you are now this new role in his life you are going to be his wife so of course you feel this responsibility to do that but also he might be confiding in you because he is comfortable with you and wants someone to vent to and talk through these things but what he says to you shouldn't ultimately be a reflection of how you uh bounce back the advice to him yeah it shouldn't be like well if you fucking hate him and he's hurt you so many times in your life it's a no-brainer and i don't know how do you feel about like when people say weddings are for you not other people yeah yeah i i just i think like uh i i i just don't think I don't know. I think weddings can be so tricky, but I think they're like one day. Mm -hmm. And I think like, 
for no matter, I think, first of all, I think the idea that his dad and him, if he doesn't invite to the wedding, that'd be the end of the relationship. I don't That's see that. Harsh, yeah. I don't like, I, I don't foresee that yeah, also happening. You bring up such a good point that reminded me of something a friend said to me. I have friends that are getting married. I have a big event happening the same weekend, like career changing yeah. event. And I had to bring it up to them that it, there was a chance I might not be going to their wedding. And it was like dead eyes. And they were like, okay, we'll figure it out. And my other friend looked at me who's married and she said, they won't fucking realize if you are there yeah. or not, unless you are the best man or like an integral part, which yeah. it sounds like the father isn't really that involved anyway. So it's not like he'd be missing a puzzle piece at the event. He'd probably sit in the back at a table and no one will fucking notice if <laughs> yeah. he is there or not. And to me, it's like that made me lean more towards saying like maybe invite him because at the end of the day you're not going to you're going to have so much other shit on uh -huh. your brain that day that if he's not there is it going to make you think about it more or if he is there is it going to make it think you know it's yeah. like what's the lesser of two evils and it's just one day yeah. like and it's like you don't have to for you not liking him as the bride if he was there like you don't have to talk to him and then but also like if you're partner and your fiance like wants to do this because it's like a gesture in his mind mm -hmm. then that needs to be fine but like no one person unless he's like gonna like you know like commit a felony at the wedding like <laughs> still, you could get caught with weed and get a felony like, like come on there's nothing that y any one person i like nothing that he could really do yeah. that i could see like because like that's the only time i would say don't invite like somebody he's, he's gonna ruin your wedding yeah. i don't see that and i think like the whole the thing is that what you just need to know and like because like coming from somebody who does not have a perfect family situation what you're saying about you having a perfect like your your family being great and not understanding mm -hmm. this for him the struggle he's having is like yes he has a great family but this to him it's not necessarily he's not thinking about his dad in all of the actions that he's done he's thinking about the possibility of who his dad could be mm. and that's a hard thing to let go of like you mm -hmm. really want people to live up to like society's expectations of what they're going to be in your life. And like, no matter how great of a stepdad that he has, like, I'm sure there's a part of him that still wants his dad to mm -hmm. want to be a good dad. Mm -hmm. And I think like whatever decision he makes is going to be it, it. You just need to let him do that yeah. for himself. But I think like you might invite him and it might've been the wrong decision, mm. but in three years you won't remember that. Now you got to keep us updated. Yeah. What's a felon with money? Uh, laundering, like laundering or like money. illegal wiring there's it, it's okay. so the spectrum of felony is such bullshit i only know so much about this because i'm from florida oh, and oh like my god 1.4 million people yep. just got their voting rights back this midterm because they were felons whatever point is it's like yeah a felony is bad but there are so many things that can be in play here that doesn't make him a bad person it yeah. could be like wrong place wrong time got caught up with the wrong people in the wrong business yeah maybe they have a business manager that did some other shit like because when celebrities uh, get in trouble for like taxes yeah. i'm like they're not they've never seen a bank statement yeah like they have hired people that fucked them over you mm -hmm. know yeah oh, anyways wow. it's tangent no, where but, are you from? Yeah. Florida, Tampa. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I think my my end cap advice would just be to, uh, yeah, just listen to him and don't let him decide. Yeah, and also he doesn't have to make a decision. Do you know what I mean? Like he can. There's also I would also foresee potentially him 
not saying anything to his dad. Mm. So not telling his dad, by the way, you're not invited. And then also not telling his dad, here's where you come and here's what this is. And so by him not saying anything. ask the dad? Could Could the son be like, do you want to come to my wedding? What if the dad's like, oh, grumble, grumble, like, oh, I'm so yeah. Yeah. it seems like maybe he's trying to get validation, though, from mm. if he yeah. invites him and if he shows up, then this will be mm. yeah. some I just, way for them to move their relationship forward. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, you. Yeah, I think also has he talked to like the mom and the stepdad about it and mm. all that yeah, stuff, how too? How are they going to be about it? Yeah, there's a lot of factors there. Here. There are. And I think that you and the, the advice that I would give him. And this is what I try and do when I make decisions, which I don't always do. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what will make me happy? Like when this decision, what will make me happy in the moment? And what will like make me happy five years later? Like what oh, is something that like tactic. I will try and like not because there's some some things that are like self set like that they're like cathartic and great mm-hmm. in the moment but you're like this McDonald's. yeah like this is gonna blow up in my face or yeah. this is not the right decision to make and there's like the quick fixes and sometimes this is like a little more painful to start but it's like better towards yeah. the end and like the long haul stuff so just telling him that because if it's about um i think what he should do if he was calling in i think it's more about preserving uh your feelings of guilt Mm -hmm. than about wanting what you want in return and what you Mm -hmm. want out of it. Because Mm -hmm. I think if it's more about, I'm going to feel really guilty if I didn't do this invite. Mm. So I really want to do it versus I I really want to do this this because I really want him to then like be my dad in my life again. Because Mm -hmm. I think if you're expecting something from someone, you're going to always be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And I think it's better if it's preserving your own conscious and feeling Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I did my part and whatever else happens, that's fine. But now I feel like, okay, about doing this versus trying to do it just to, just to get some sort of validation from him. Um, because I feel like that's when people usually disappoint you is when you expect things out of them. That's great advice. Doing it out of, I like that. I never thought about that because sometimes you do it because you're just like, bah. Yeah. Especially if you're a people pleaser. Well, best of luck and uh, let us know how your wedding goes. Congrats. Send pictures. (laughs) Send updates. Yeah, I love wedding pictures. I want to know if this guy goes to jail. Me too. Okay. Okay, on to the next. Hi, Megan. I'm 22 years old and recently I've been dealing with some drama in my boyfriend's friend group. Um, I don't really know most of his friends, but I do know one of them. He's one of my very, very close friends and has been for a while. He's the one who introduced me and my boyfriend. And I knew that there was something going on with him and his ex-girlfriend, that they've been fighting, that there's been some sort of vague thing that's kind of divided this friend group, but no one has been able to tell me that much about it, and I, like, didn't really care also. But recently, my friend opened up to me, and he told me that basically – What happened is that there was a night, I guess, while he was dating this girl that, that, I don't know, like, he got really drunk, and they had sex, even though she didn't want to have sex, and that she didn't really think anything of it at the time, I guess, and neither did he, until, like, after they broke up. They probably broke up, like, a year and a half ago. Um, Only in, like, the months kind of after they broke up did she really realize, like, kind of how she was really dealing with the repercussions of that and like how violated she really felt and how terrible that experience was for her. And I like don't really know what to do in this situation in terms of like how to support my friend or if I don't support him. Like he's been really, in my opinion, like really mature about the whole thing and like has acknowledged that like that's what happened and is like, I mean, he's been pretty devastated about it, I guess, and, like, 
kind of can't believe that he ever could do this kind of thing and, like, didn't even realize that it was interpreted that way until, like, really recently. Um, and I've never been in a situation where I've known someone who potentially has, like, you know, committed assault. Like, I've only known girls that I know who have been through the situation. And, like, we've always been, like, okay, well, like, we cut that person out of our lives, obviously, because they're, like, toxic and horrific. But, like, I, I don't know this girl really and I do know my friend and I completely believe her it's not that I don't think that it happens like I totally do but I'm also seeing my friend now struggling and in pain because of his own like actions and he very much was like I like I understand if you never trust me again and I was like you know that's not how it is but I just I don't really know if I is it like bad of me to like want to help him and you know I can never get this girl side of the story because I don't know her I can only know whatever my friend chooses to tell me. So, yeah, I guess I'm just conflicted about, like, who I should be on the side of right now. Mm. Wow. Okay. That is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It's Fuck. really – It's I, I think it's a unique perspective that I haven't heard this mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of situation happen to yeah. before, especially – there's something in my stomach that makes me feel uncomfortable hearing how aware of it he is and, like, how apologetic he is because yeah. part of me is like, well, maybe he's really sorry. And then part of me is like, if he knows – what it is mm-hmm. and what happened does that make him less wrong no right no yeah i'm i'm with you i and this like so I, like so many of my guy friends like this is their biggest fear and mm. the amount of times that like my guy which they're like first of all if you had no if you knew who my guy they were on a podcast as my guy friends if you didn't fucking know them they're like these are the guys who like when they, they've stopped complimenting girls because they're they are like very much they've asked me like is it okay if I compliment someone Ugh, on their outfit and I was like such it's fine like you can out. do that like that's yeah. okay and like that this literally for them they've said like this is my biggest fear is someone that I've dated before like something that they're not comfortable with and the thing that I always tell them is I'm like so no if you're dating somebody and you know somebody well enough in a situation if they're gonna like call you out or say something made you, that made them uncomfortable for something. If you're dating somebody, you should know their levels mm-hmm. of comfort and their boundaries. I think that, um, if I'm, I'm always real, I'm always on the side of somebody yeah. who's gotten assaulted. Mm-hmm. I think this is a un- very, exactly. It's a very unique case. And my mind goes to, so she wasn't comfortable having sex. She got really drunk and they had had sex mm-hmm. that if, It was, if it was, if she, if this was a guy that she had just met at a bar and he didn't know that she wasn't safe, she was like saving herself or something or wasn't comfortable having sex and she got too drunk and like too drunk to say, too drunk to say no or like anything like that as her boyfriend and someone who dates her and knows her levels of comfort and her boundaries, the fact that to me, it's taking advantage of an opportunity of someone when they're drunk and cool. still going yeah. through with it she, because that's he knew sober her yeah. was not okay with it and i'm sure he was drunk too and there he didn't draw the line like that he's to just me. he's coming to terms with the fact that he raped his own girlfriend yeah. which happens very often and people like it's coming out a year and a half later or whatever is what she's saying is that that is often what happens because you're mm-hmm. like i'm in a relationship with this I person i owe this person they they are a part of my, me mm-hmm. i i give them my you know whatever on the daily if you do or don't it doesn't matter but i can see the thinking behind that where he is now like 
having to come to terms with that. Mm -hmm. Also not realizing what now she has to reconcile, you know, therapize through. And like, I, I don't feel sad for him at all. And I, I, think he's actually really lucky that he's someone who recognized that he did something wrong and moving forward like I hate when guys do that shit that you're talking about with your friends Mm -hmm. like ooh, can we do anything with women it was like no you shouldn't have and we live in a in an age group where guys did get away with so much and not even get away but like we're taught to do treat women certain ways I think moving forward the only thing that will prove this guy's uh I, not innocence because he's not innocent, but that he, he's changed is that if he actually fucking changes and can treat women better. Mm-hmm. And like, I, th- this also sounds like something that like, it's a crime, right? Yeah. Like what happened is illegal and should police get involved? And like, that's and what I'm thinking about. I'm is- also the fact that, so the original aspect of this call is your friend groups divided because mm-hmm. of this. So her saying that she only knows one side and she doesn't know the girl. So she can only know one side. So what do you mean by the friends groups divided? Like are people divided based on his statement alone? And like friends are like, I'm done with you based on this. Or do they have contact with the girl? Like who, why are some people on staying with his, why are mm-hmm. the people who are cutting him out? I would say, talk to those people and see what that is. But my thing from the beginning, like I've had like, I've had like boyfriends or like guys. Yeah. Like boyfriends that I've dated and I like, we've had sex before and I've been super, we've both been drinking and I've been too drunk. And they're like, I love you, but I'm not comfortable having mm-hmm. sex with you when you're this drunk. I don't know if she, if she's t- told him, if she, like if she's the one who told him and is like coming to terms with it, she's going to therapy and everything like that. I think he should go to therapy. I think that's something that he needs to work on. Like, talking about it with like friends and being like, if you never trust me again. And like, yeah, that to me is also like a little attention melodramatic because you're not yeah. dating him. Like, right. are you, is and he that implying? Makes he's trying to get you to sympathize with him and be like, I realized what I did is wrong. Like yeah. I'm a puppy with my tail between my legs. And it's like, if you have any friends that are still on his side, I would also re-examine that friendship. Yeah. Cause I think even from only hearing his side and not her side, like both of us are being like, I mean, he, that you took advantage of a situation. Mm-hmm. You took advantage of your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And like, there is that part of your mind, like, just like you're saying of like, oh, wow, just because we're dating doesn't mean that that's an automatic consent all the time. Mm-hmm. And that so much happens in relationships that people aren't comfortable with. And yes, it probably did take her a while because she felt like, oh no, I can't claim that I feel uncomfortable because I chose to date you. It's Mm -hmm. like the whole thing with consent is you have to consent every step of it. Like I can consent to go on a date with you, but that doesn't mean I want to kiss you. Always. But like the same thing, like you can, there are certain things Mm -hmm. like you, everybody, you've got a line where you want to cross like, and just because you've said yes to up into that line doesn't mean that anything past that line is that that's a blanket yes statement for it all. And so I would say talk to the friends who've cut him out completely and talk to them and hear that. I would suggest to him, like, I think like going to therapy would be great. You really seem to be struggling with yeah, this. Like, go, to therapy or go to jail, dog. Like she's lucky she's not, but like dead ass. Like and she's she might lucky be. she's not, you know, yeah. and she might, she might yeah. like, you know, this stuff does come out years later. I mean, look at what's happened just even with like the Kavanaugh situation and how, like how that has in a way, really uh, it's divided people about the conversation about like, you know, the word taken advantage of is so interesting to me because it's like, we, 
not we like us, but mm-hmm. like the the media is, is more lenient to say, well, like it's a cloudy area or like there's a gray area, Ugh. especially if you guys are in a relationship or like, you know, call it what it is. You know, yeah. it's rape. That's yeah. what it was. And that's what happened to her. And I think you have to make a decision for yourself as a woman. Do you want to be friends with a rapist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. And maybe like he's going to learn from this and I hope he does. And he turned into a better person and he has successful relationships. But to me, it's like I again, quick to cancel. And when it's warranted, I'm yeah. not like about cancel culture, but like when someone shows you their true colors, believe them. Yeah. Ah. And just there's some to me, it's also a little odd that he told you mm-hmm. this like when someone says something that like, remember when like someone tells you like a story and they're, they're, the, they're telling it to you and you're supposed to, they're thinking you're going to feel bad for them. But mm. then you also start to think that they're pretty guilty. And then yeah. you're like, wait, but this is your side. So like, yeah. if I'm thinking that you're kind of to blame in your own story where you you're the leading dog. role, like yeah. I can only imagine if somebody else from a third party mm-hmm. or the other person affected were to tell the story, mm-hmm. because even when you think you're painting yourself in the best possible light if you can see that like there's a reason why you called in there's a reason why you feel a little uncomfortable and weird because you have a conscience yeah and he's not he you this is your boyfriend's friend and this is a friend group i it's her friend too because he introduced them oh right Uh, i just find it weird that he like Th- that he told her that like, just yeah. like makes me it it's makes like me how does like, that even come up in conversation and why yeah. and what is that like what do you gain from that and, and like because you're a woman he feels like he can undump a little bit on you probably to like get the okay from you if you give him the okay how do yeah. we know that he's like actually changed learned anything and if you feel so guilty and so torn up about it like would you tell some like that to me I'm like I if I felt so terrible about something like that like I would do everything I could to make it right with whoever whatever person in what way I could like uh, not like never been in this situation but like yeah if I hurt somebody my reaction is to like holy fucking shit what can I do to fix this Mm -hmm. what can I do to never like hurt someone like that again and how can I like fix I how can I help that person and how can I help myself I wouldn't I don't like I'd have too much pride to then tell other people about that kind of thing so for me it just seems like he's trying to get people on his side Side, and I just I don't think he deserves yeah. it. Yeah. And again, I think you should talk to the people who have cut him and out like, and divided the friend group. She said she's not friends with the girl. She doesn't know her. But mm-hmm. my first thing would be like, is she I, okay? Yeah. Like, does she need support? Is she feeling like felt and heard and seen and, and all of that? And like, imagine her looking at, you know, whatever your Instagram stories or whatever and seeing all of you guys out hanging out, being cool. Like, yeah. I could never imagine how that must mm-hmm. make another woman feel. And so I would just look at it from that standpoint of like, what is this going to say about you also as a person? Yeah. Like he might be a friend. No one likes hearing that a close friend of yours no, totally. is now problematic fave. Like, hello, no <laughs> one, yeah. no, that is happening to a lot of people right now. And I think this is going to be like a big bookmark in your book of life like a big Mm -hmm. chapter in your book of life of how you're going to continue to either empathize sympathize with uh, men like that yeah and as much as you say you don't know this girl so you can't talk to her i like yeah i think there's something like i would feel like yeah like not to get like so personal in my life read my book but like there have been like (laughs) girls i brought you a t-shirt too don't let me forget yeah um but (laughs) yeah no there's like when when you've been in various shitty situations with men and then 
you know there are people who know about what happened and then you see those especially women you see those women stand by you're like oh you're like holy fucking shit yeah Yeah. i think like you at least for me having been in not the same situation but like it i like there are certain like i would have been hella fucking nice like to have like a like a girl who is a part of like a friend group be like hey like i just want to reach out see how you're doing like i just want to let you know i heard about all this stuff and like it's fucking like he like I really mm-hmm. would just like if mm-hmm. you want to talk like I just want to offer my support I'm really sorry I didn't know mm-hmm. but but also she might be like he's going around telling people well but oh, he yeah. is yeah. you know what I mean well, like she I deserves, that, maybe yeah. she should know that that like he is going around t- and like that's the outing that's her story which I like that was my first thought story. too right that was my first mm-hmm. thought was like well what if she doesn't want people to know right. and it's like she He's telling people Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe you can DM her with the caveat of like, by the way, this is completely between you and I. I don't know who else he's telling. He, he, you know, came, he found me in confidence and I just want to let you know that when I heard it, my first thought was not, how can I help him? But how can I help you? Yeah. That's, I think the, and also like, I, like he's been, he told me, I don't know if he's told anybody else and it's dividing their friend group. So he has, has. and then just be like, and I, like, I really like, I don't think the, I don't think this wasn't his thing to tell me. This is something that was like happened to you. And I like, I don't want, I yeah, like, it, that's a tricky one. You bring up a really good point because then it's almost like, are you now trying to help her because you feel guilty mm-hmm. for helping him? And now you're bringing unwarranted well, uh, trauma back to her where right. she's like, I just, I think maybe she trying des- to deal. I do think she deserves to know though, because yeah. I think more than that, like you're o- we're only hearing his side of it. Mm-hmm. And I think if he wants to tell people, then she has every right to yeah. know so then she can act or not do anything like she could yeah. then tell like and be like you know what like thank you so much for reaching out like i would love to talk like it was really hard because i'm sure like does she knew her when they were dating like she maybe i don't know she kept she saying she i don't really, really know her. her but no knew of her in a sense yeah. that yeah. like it wouldn't be weird to no. reach out and like yeah. i think like it might it might be nice for her and then also she can also be like turn you down but then she at least knows that he's telling people mm-hmm. because that's like the hardest thing it's like now suddenly like it's like pity party for him and i can already hear the like well when do we forgive like do we ever forgive someone right because that was yeah. the thought in my head is like you know, if this happened to, you know, my dad or a bro- I don't have a brother, a brother, a mm-hmm. hypothetical brother, like, do, can you ever find in your heart a space to forgive? And I think right now it's too soon, even a year and a half after to really see they just broke up, it sounds like to see if he's changed. Maybe you do reach out to her. Maybe you don't want to like bring up trauma to her again. But my advice is he has shown his colors and until he can do mm-hmm. the fucking work of proving that he's not and yeah. not in a creepy way of like i can't touch women but like just proving that he can have a successful uh, i don't know i he's also don't want this guy around women yeah that's that's what you should do for him you yeah. should he to doesn't to understand make sure he goes consent that's what this yeah. boils down to it's like somebody who's not been comfortable with something mm-hmm. for your entire duration of your relationship gets drunk you're taking advantage of the opportunity that they're saying what you want to hear and, and that's like, a, that's that's like deep dna shit about you yeah man, that needs I just, to change and like it's just yeah i, I like exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. like when do we ever forgive people like i'm also like i'm not one to ever like i'm like if you've done something where you've like hurt anybody else like there's i think we give a lot of people like 
like we're not giving people enough credit of being like, yeah. oh, well, like situationally, like it was a gray area. Like who would have known kind of thing? I'm like me. I yeah. would have known. Like I say one joke that I don't think lands. I'm like, oh, God, how did everyone read that? Yeah. I'm like you. There's no way that you can shut down anyone else's like reactions to mm-hmm. things like that to me as I'm like, I know that men are stupid, but you're not that fucking <laughs> yeah, stupid. I mean, he feels guilty about it now. There's a reason so why. Therefore, he knew in that moment yeah. that it wasn't. And that's exactly like earlier when I said, like, I'm quick to cancel, but not in the sense of like cancel culture, because yeah. I think that's its own problem. But like, right. Just for example, with the Kevin Hart situation that's been happening recently, it's like, mm-hmm. we, did was it really that wrong? Like to, back then jokes were Ugh. different. The time was different. And it's like, do do are we going to see change in what he has proven now maybe people were quick to just say like oh without knowing all the information fuck that guy he's done like we're we're not watching his movies we're not doing this anymore it's like okay well first you really should get both sides of the story and in this situation you have gotten his side of the Mm -hmm. story which like you mentioned is the one the affliction and if he has admitted guilt well then girl you got facts you got receipts you got what you need to do to make a decision and can you forgive maybe i don't think right now no i don't think he should have i don't think he should have the sympathy i think he needs tough love of like fucking therapy and you're lucky your ass isn't in jail yeah and i think also it's the same thing we say with cheating like it's like what you what you know when the person tells you something it's 10 times worse Mm -hmm. and you don't know a lot more shit and Mm -hmm. that's what this to me sounds like Mm -hmm. his side of the story which is painting him as best he fucking can is really fucking bad so imagine what the her side of the story is and yeah just support other women who knows how who knows if maybe her friends aren't being supportive or her family's not i think it's and talk to your boyfriend because it sounds like yeah this is a great time to have a talk about consent with your boyfriend yeah and just like to have your boyfriend also talk to the bros because like if it's divided your friend group Mm -hmm. i think you guys could really be like tenpole yeah like active i hate to say the word activist amongst friend group but like just a a voice of reason amongst this like group of apparently shitty friends because half of them are still being cool yeah and if there's a lot of girls in that friend group i think it's a great time for you guys to talk to because some of the girls Form might a book feel club. yeah they might Get feel together. divided in yeah. a weird way yeah you know yeah. so well shit you can do it well best of luck do I the hard thing well you know yeah it's usually the right thing that's true did i just make that up yeah always put it on a shirt yeah. do <laughs> the hard that do the hard thing I, it's usually the, the right, right thing. thing yeah Fuck me. Right. <laughs> the right dick. Life changes you. <laughs> Hollywood hardens you. It does. Makes you jaded. Okay, guys, it's time Yay. for a quick break and we'll be right back. It's time to get back into healthier habits with BioClarity, a clean and green skincare brand that just works. So guys, I use the essentials routine. It is currently like, I'm saying winter in quotations, but you can't see because this is a podcast. It's like chilly in Los Angeles. So when summertime rolls around, I might switch over to the uh, clear skin routine when my skin starts to get oily. But right now I'm doing the essentials routine because it's for normal to dry skin. And this is a three-step regimen that is packed full of detoxifying and calming nutrients, antioxidants, and a super special ingredient only found in BioClarity. Flora Lux from plants. It nourishes and soothes skin, helps with redness and hyperpigmentation and even skin tone and texture for a healthy glow. I'm all about evening texture in my skin. If you guys know, I'm a skin picker, which like it's a terrible. Also, don't give me that look. It's gross. It is. I have a problem. (laughs) I know that. But I like I mean, I've gotten a lot better over um, 
the years, I mean, sometimes, I, mean, I don't know if I've got, I've gotten a little bit better than I have before, but that's also because my skin is clearing up. Um, and so I really look for products that really help with texture because like acne scarring and all that. So I really like being able to do that in like a natural way. And I really love this because I'm able to like focus on like helping my texture and redness and my skin's really sensitive and it doesn't make me like, you know, like more textured and red, which I'm a huge fan of. So get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now for my listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you'll get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free, but you need to enter my code blame at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get your free clarifying mask. When you purchase a routine, when you use my code blame at checkout. For a lot of beauty brands, luxury means something you have to splurge on. But when you experience the performance and innovation of Hourglass Cosmetics, you'll find that for them, luxury means so much more. I've been a huge fan of Hourglass for, guys, for like ever. We've talked about their eyebrow stuff, talked about their ambient lighting powders and blushes and all of their powders. It's just like, it's like bougie and like glam in like a wonderful treat yourself kind of way and I just love 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 all of their products and one of their new ones is Hourglass's Caution Extreme Lash Mascara. Guys it's groundbreaking. It's advanced formula is completely vegan and never flakes or smudges even after wearing it all day which I can testify to because um I currently have a lot of allergies. I don't know what's in the air but whatever it is I'm allergic to it and it has not smudged and has not come off on my lower lashes and made me look emo. It's been great. The tapered brush delivers endless length, intense volume and lift and helps you get those hard to reach areas like the inner corner and the lower lash line. Caution Mascara is a game changer. It's no wonder Allure Magazine called it lash lift in a tube. I just love this. Like I said, guys, it's so great for, I mean, lashes in general. I really like stick straight lashes that aren't that long. And so this I find really helps hold a curl and it doesn't flake off, which I don't know. I Sometimes I find it hard to find a mascara that looks good on your like upper lashes and your lower lashes, which might just be like obsessive about my eyelashes problem, which it's fine. I'm okay with that. I can admit it. But I love the fact that it doesn't make, I don't know, I don't look like a spider on my bottom lashes, but like it gives my like upper lashes, like they can tell. It's like, oh girl, you don't have eyelash extensions anymore. We'll help you out. Just like everything else from Hourglass, Caution is 100% cruelty-free, vegan, and comes wrapped in a beautiful, innovative package. And yes, it really works. Discover Hourglass and experience unparalleled next generation performance by visiting hourglasscosmetics.com slash blame and use promo code blame to get free shipping with your purchase of a full size caution mascara. That's hourglasscosmetics.com slash blame promo code blame. This weather can be confusing for your body. You're bundled up in the cold, but after running around all day, you realize you've been sweating under your layers. Keep it fresh and clean this winter with coconut deodorant from Kopari. Kopari's coconut deodorant is aluminum-free, vegan, and does not contain silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, or baking soda. It's a cleaner option that works just as well. Kopari's coconut deodorant is formulated with plant-based actives like sage oil and coconut oil so you stay fresh all day it goes on smooth and doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue along with the original coconut scent kopari offers a fragrance-free version of their deodorant plus two new scents beach and gardenia with kopari subscription deodorant is shipped to you as often as you choose automatically faux free they also offer a money-back guarantee. I'm a huge fan of Kapari deodorant, guys. You've heard me talk about it. I love being able to switch anything for like a healthier, more natural 
alternative, especially when it's something that's like going into like my pores and my skin and all that stuff. But I also still want it to work. And um, as somebody who's like perpetually cold, but then like I'll get in my car and sweating all the time. This is one that I just like keep in my purse and I never forget to put it on because I'm like, oh, if I forgot, I'm just in my car and I'm just swiping it on. And it's great. Keeps me nice and smelling. Not like a sweaty gym sock when I'm at the gym with my sweaty socks. So it's a good time. I've got the original coconut scent and in in this rainy Los Angeles weather, which I know I can't complain, polar vortex guys. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, it makes me feel like it's summer, even though it, I see the palm trees and it also still feels like summer outside. So go to kopariabeauty.com slash blame to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash blame, kopariabeauty.com slash blame. we're back from the break and uh we're gonna hop into the rest of the calls hi megan so i'm 21 and just i don't know needed your advice on kind of what's going on um so i have to give you some backstory before i get into my question um so my aunt um absolutely hated my grandma or no my grandpa who is my aunt's father-in-law um she would constantly say horrible and mean things about him and be condescending to him um, when she was with him and would refuse to invite him to family dinners and holidays. Um, he was even diagnosed with stomach cancer and had to have surgery to remove his stomach, which was like a high risk, high fatality, um, surgery. And he, she didn't even bother to come or to call or even to let my uncle see him, which is his dad, um, in the hospital or anything. Um, so in June, my grandpa was murdered by a guy who carjacked and kidnapped a lady and killed her while traveling across the country and then carjacked and killed my grandpa. Um, and he was caught, but my aunt is now using the drama and tragedy of my grandpa's murder to get attention. Um, she's constantly talking about and like posting on social media about how he was an amazing person and she's so lucky so lucky to have known him and she's devastated um that he's gone um and i know that if he would have died naturally or from a health issue or anything like that she wouldn't have said anything and would have just moved on so i guess i just don't know how to deal with her acting that way um because obviously that's gonna upset me um just because of how she acted and treated my grandpa before um and i was close to my grandpa and like took care of him after his surgery and everything and um knew that it upset him that she treated him that way. Um, normally, I'm pretty patient and forgiving and don't, like, I'm not very confrontational. And so things roll off my back pretty easily. But I don't know, this just gets under my skin um, and kind of builds up. Um, and I'm afraid, like, I'm also the kind of person that will just kind of blow up and become very confrontational. And I don't want to do that to maintain the integrity of my family, um, especially because my aunt is very manipulative and dramatic. So if I was to say anything, she would kind of cause the family to be torn apart and spin it to be my fault. And that's kind of the last thing my family needs right now. Um, so I just don't know what to do or how to process the way she's acting. I just kind of wanted your advice on what, what you would do or what you think I should do in the situation. Thank you. Gosh, I'm so sorry. What a terrible That's so thing. sad. That's yeah. so sad. I'm so sorry, dude. Um I think 
first, I like to ease your, like a little bit of your anger, probably know that this is coming from guilt from mm-hmm. the, like this a hundred percent, like this is her trying to make up for the fact that she knew she was a fucking cunt mm-hmm. and like, that's what this is. And I think also like you're saying, if he had died from natural causes or something like that, like I'm sure maybe she would have come to ter- like there would she thought that she had time or something, right. anything to like come to terms with it. And like it was really selfish and shitty of her. And now that's she's trying to like manifest into the world a relationship that they didn't have mm-hmm. because she feels really guilty. She wants to remember it or, differently. Or she this is probably like a high profile thing that's in their town. If oh, it was right. a carjacking wants- and she wants attention. attention. Either way, like it's so Ugh. to me, it is that. She is your aunt by marriage. Mm-hmm. And we all have those fucking people <laughs> who joined our family, not by our choice. And you're like, what the fucking fuck? I think in this case, it's like real, recognize real. And if you hate her, I'm sure there are yeah. mumbles amongst the family that like other people probably don't love this motherfucker. And so I think it's like focus on what's important right now, which is like standing with those mm-hmm. people because she, if she's a fake and if she really is doing it for attention or like, you know, not in a, in a way to actually grieve, honestly, mm-hmm. I think that will come out and like, it's annoying probably because you're like, who the fuck is she to speak? Especially if it's in the media or like mm-hmm. publicly about it, because she just wants, she wants that, that comfort because she knows she's like you said, yeah. an asshole like that. She, she needs someone else to give it to her since she can't get it Yeah, from I, the family, probably. I think you're right. I think if, it, if, it's, if she's doing it just for attention, the best thing you can do is give her absolutely no yeah. attention. Um, if that's, I think also like it's, yeah, it's like a, probably like you're saying, like a high profile case, all of that stuff. I think um, if, unless there's anything that like requires you to take action, don't look at it. Don't read any articles about it. Don't, don't like surround yourself with that because also like that's, it's, I don't know. I also find like things like that when people write about accidents and people dying and stuff like it's, it's very like black and white and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of emotion and like empathy, sympathy for what's happened because it's the news and it right. can't really, it doesn't really. And that's not what you need. Cause they're never, even, even if she wasn't there, they're not going to describe your grand, like who he was like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I'd say just stay away from that stuff just in general and the same thing with her, like mute her on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, don't like, do not like see any of that stuff. If any of your, like, anyone brings it up to you, like, did you see this? You're like, you know what? I'm really trying not to talk about her or like, look at that stuff. So like, I'd really prefer we didn't talk about it and you give her no attention. Mm-hmm. And I think then she'll stop. Like, I think if yeah. she's not getting like any of that. And then also if your family's not going to give her that not not go like if she's gonna do that amongst people who aren't in the family fine whatever um but <laughs> it's only about when she's you're you're surrounded by her in person and then you just like smile yeah. and ignore it mm-hmm. and just know how much he'd be rolling his eyes at the situation mm-hmm. and i don't or like comment on her facebook post like <laughs> liar like <laughs> you just start it all it fucking out but then like, gets you, like the seven whole annoying. family like, no, I think isn't that's, that so annoying yeah. like if you saw someone like literally just on social media lying and yeah. you're like that's not true I, I don't know that I'm mature enough mm-hmm. to not say some shit like yeah. publicly in all caps with an emoji so it stands out but I would say like if you're a better person than me, <laughs> le- lean on your family in this time. Like, it sounds yeah. like you have an uncle. You mentioned your family. Like, 
maybe talking shit about her to them might make you feel yeah, better. Like if all of them are like, she's fucking crazy, huh? Yeah. Like maybe let it like leave it up to an adult who might be able to get through to her in a more mm-hmm. serious way. Like whatever her name is. I just imagine her name being Betsy. Like Betsy oh, fucking Betsy. stop. Right. Fucking like aren't stop, the worst Betsy. people named Betsy? Yeah. Like cows are feel like all named Definitely. Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Cows. Uh, they didn't do anything I think there was a me. cartoon cow named Betsy. Someone or like, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, Betsy will get handled, I think, by if you guys come in numbers with family. It's not up to you. You don't have to bear the weight of this annoying ass fucking thing because I can only imagine. Because if it was my Aunt Betsy doing that shit. But what if Aunt Betsy Mm. has kids with the uncle that she likes and the uncle that she likes and the kids are all separate? Talk shit about her to them. I think it needs to be like a group setting and you'll feel better. I don't think he needs to divorce her, but I think someone needs to fucking shut her up. I think the thing with people who do things for attention, though, even negative attention and telling them to stop is, is still that validation of like That's they're getting do attention. It secret, like do it at like you know the funeral or like when you guys get together for church or some shit. Like do it when she's not around, and then like maybe that'll. If it's cathartic, I say do it. As somebody who's like the most revengeful, I'm too petty for this. I know. See one. this thing. So I'm so fucking petty, and I've learned that. A petty game without an end Mm. is just draining for me. Mm. Like there are things that are cathartic when they're cathartic to a means of an end of being like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to be like, fuck this. I'm done. But if it's an ongoing thing, the more you insert yourself in it, like at least from my person, the more I've inserted myself in it and done things in the moment that I'm like, oh my God, this is so cathartic. I'm like, well, now I'm fucking thinking about it. Like I wasn't even fucking thinking about it. And like, it felt good, but now I'm like, well, shit. Like I don't like- You just need out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, and so I think there's something to be said about like, just ignoring something like that and like people who crave attention when they're once they're ignored they're going to seek for that attention somewhere else yeah and it's then it's going to be she's no longer getting this attention surrounding this and it's going to be something else and it sounds like this is kind of her personality and she's done this but like she did this prior like she wanted the attention of like shit talking him and now she wants the attention this way so I think like the best thing that you can do is like just like smile and ignore her and that's gonna drive her fucking Mm. crazy Mm. if like she goes on off and thinking like Cool. Anyways, anyone? Pass yeah. The sweet potatoes. That's going to drive her crazy and it's going to make her look even more crazy than she mm-hmm. is because people mm-hmm. are going to see that that's why she's doing it. And there is something cathartic also about not engaging with someone mm. who desperately is like trying to yeah. rile you up mm-hmm. and not giving them that satisfaction. I know it doesn't sound as delicious because as a petty revengeful person, like I'm like, no, fuck that until it's happened and you've done it. Then you're like, oh no, this feels good yeah. too. It's a different kind of body high. Yeah. I get that. I think if someone's like doing something personally to me, yeah. I, that's the tactic I would take. Cause that's hap- like, hello yeah. trolls. Right? Oh, like we know how to deal with that. It's like, you don't feed the trolls. But I, I th- I'm just trying to see it from a point of view of like, if it is a public case and it is on the news yeah. and you keep seeing your fucking Aunt Betsy <laughs> on there, like he was a great, I could, that would drive me crazy. No, I, I, I would, I, yeah. Because even if you would, mute, right? Like out of sight, it. out of mind, I'm like out of sight. What's she fucking doing? No, I know. Is she still talking to people? Is she still talking is, shit? I'm like, putting I, Google alert on. Yeah, I'm going to like find her somehow. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I imagine how frustrated this girl must be just like, because it, it's not like she's doing it to her. No, exactly. Maybe, but it's like she's just posting it for the world. It's like, how do you tell the world? Like, how do you set the record straight for the world? Mm-hmm. You can't. No, it's true. And anyone's going to believe what they want to believe. And if right. they decide to like 
you know, like pay attention and like listen to what she's saying, then like that's on them. I guess it's right. It's like at the end of the day, what's the worst that Aunt Bessie's getting is attention. Yeah. Is that the worst thing that's happening? Exactly. And I'm yeah. sure you're not the, I guarantee you're not the only one in your family who feels like this. Yeah. And like, if everyone, if every, if the, at least, you know, one person, like maybe like one, one of your immediate family members who also feels this way, maybe you guys can talk about it and see if they're like, oh yeah, I just like ignore and tune her out. You're like, okay, yeah. cool. So I'm not alone. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe it feels like you're the only person who's hearing mm. this and everybody else is just tuning her out and mm. just letting her be crazy and knowing that it's lies. Maybe mm -hmm. you just need someone else in your family to tell yes. you like, oh no, we know she's, yeah. it's your fine. We got you. We all yeah. agree. And yeah. I, that, that there's strength in numbers. I think so. Totally. So I would just say, do your best to, uh, Ignore it and not completely blow up at her at like a family yeah. like function. I said, go talk shit with your family and then that yeah. way you won't blow up. Or get a therapist and talk shit. It's one of the greatest yeah. things about having a therapist. Is that just you can like, yell at them and they're like, mm -hmm. or just like talk about other people. Like, fuck this person. They're like, okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about you now? You're like, no. To do that more. This has been therapeutic for me. I've learned yeah. a lot about the way that I think by doing this. Oh, I've learned a lot about my. I don't know what, if I like what I've learned about myself from doing this podcast. <laughs> we but don't I've always have a lot. to, but yeah. just, just being aware is the first step. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. That fucking yeah, sucks. I would, so that would drive me insane. Yeah. Just don't get in a Facebook fight because I've no. done that too. Oh, not especially with like a 60 year old woman. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. They are the good. most savage. They are the <laughs> yeah. most vitriol. Like they respond so they fast. They have nothing but time. So don't engage in that. Absolutely <laughs> stay away from that. True. For sure. Uh, <laughs> on to the next or is it on to the next? It's on to the next. Or on to the next. I'll choose on to the next. <laughs> Hi, Megan. Um, I am 25. I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years. Um, we. I don't even know where to begin. So we moved in together probably like nine months into our relationship. So we're, we didn't really know each other that well before we got a little serious, whatever. My problem is I'm someone who, if you look at love languages and stuff like that, physical touch is mine and his is acts of service. So me doing the dishes or something is good for him, but for me, I need to be cuddled or like had sex with pretty much. Um, the problem is he's 26 and he says that he got all of his sex and all that stuff out of like his system when he was younger because I guess he was like a fuckboy but I still want that like all the time and I it's more like in a loving way it's not even that I'm like horny all the time but it's more like I want him to show me he loves me and I want to feel like I'm attractive and like he wants me in that way which I know is like a whole other issue for myself but um so I see a therapist about all this and he keeps saying things like do you think that your boyfriend can be what you want him to be in that area and it's been almost two years and nothing's really changed. And it's kind of like if me and my boyfriend have sex on a Wednesday, we've kind of met our quota for the week. And I won't even expect it to happen for another week after that. And I know we're almost two years into the relationship, but it's been this way since the beginning. And I just, I'm someone who wants sex a lot more than that. Um, so I just don't know, like, what to do. Because other than that, he's great. And, like, I want to marry him. But, like, we just really don't have sex enough at all for me. But for him, it is. And I don't want to pressure him or make him feel bad. But that's usually what ends up happening. So um, if you have any advice, and I know you're probably the same masturbate, and I do do that too, but it's just not the same. And I think it's different for me because it's not about like an orgasm. It's about like doing something loving with a person. So if you have any advice, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. I didn't hear if they've really talked about it in, in depth they, rather yeah. than like more so than him just saying like, I don't really have a sex drive. That is an excuse it's an excuse because well, no, men have a problem it just depends talking about their sex no it just depends that's an excuse. oh talking about sex yeah like if he's like i just don't want to fuck you because i fucked all my jizz out that's not true no but he might just have a lower sex drive that's, and that's what that is with, yeah it's an excuse okay. for him saying oh, for him i have a low, sex, a low drive. sex drive it sounds like he probably needs to 
therapize what it actually really like if because then she's going am I not attractive is does he not love me does yeah. he not want to touch me when all of those things are him it's actually him well because here's what I was, so I think like I think saying that like oh I got my like sex out of my system that's, I was a fuck boy thing not a, that I don't think you can get sex no. out of your system but I think that like his sex drive can lower yeah especially when hormone, you get in a relationship yeah, and his hormones like especially if he like younger so if he's attributing like oh, I was a fuck boy in my younger days I was really horny like that's hormones mm -hmm. like and then he got older and those hormones like settled down and when you get and into a relationship men do tend to their sex drives do lower yeah and i think because they're comfort and there and there's something that like ever like if it's like a fucking spectrum of a hundred like everybody's sex drive is a like, completely different number and like you probably want to get within like 10 or 20 numbers of like your partner you're not going to be at the exact same page all the time but like it's it's okay to have a lower sex drive and it's okay to have a higher sex drive. And it's also, it's okay. You can make it work, but it's also okay. Like to not want to make it work. And I think like the biggest thing, like my, like my, uh, love language, number one love language is, is like physical touch. Mine is words of affirmation. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think that's a good, like, so the thing with physical touch and I get what she's saying about like, it's not just like sex, but it's like, yeah, feeling if, like physical. Yeah. Physical touch. But if he's not super like touchy, touchy in general, then this does turn into the, then the yeah. physical, the, then the physical touch only is, is expressing itself through sex because he's not being physical mm -hmm. with you in other instances. So it might not even be about like, oh, we never have sex, but it's like, no, I just like want to hug. Like I want more physical touch. It doesn't need to be like Sexual. about, yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to be about your sex drive and anything like that. Like you might feel like you're saying it's not about you being horny. Like I completely understand. Like I'm yep. the same way. And I, it does if you've talked to him, you've said you talked to your therapist about, which is great. But if you've talked to him about like, Hey, this is make him fucking take the quiz. Like, right? I mean, it sounds like he does. No, because I he's think the love it. language would literally save everyone. Like, yeah. I, and I get the, the touch thing touches home for me because I dated someone who was not PDA. And this is someone that I thought I was going to like marry be with forever. And they told me, that I just believed in a fairy tale that oh. like that wasn't out there. Like what you, your expectations aren't realistic for this relationship. And I went into a lot of like my later twenties being like, I'm just unreasonable with my needs. I should really lower mm -hmm. my expectations. And the guy that I am with now somehow is more physical touch than me, which like his Aww. love language is physical touch. And I, my mind was blown that someone could actually yeah. give me what I was looking for even though I wouldn't really always verbalize it but it it made me so unhappy in other parts of our relationship when you are missing that chunk of your love language so maybe it isn't physical touch but for someone it could be acts of service and like if you're missing that all the way often that can affect the relationship all the way around and well, I think it sounds like she's kind of at a point where she it's becoming a problem because she said it's always been this way. Yeah. And you probably make excuses for yourself, make excuses mm -hmm. for the other person. But like, if you're only two years in, imagine five years in, like mm -hmm. you can't continue on the path that you're on now. Yeah. And love languages is it's how you receive love. So mm -hmm. if you're not receiving love in the way that you see it, you don't feel loved. Mm -hmm. And like the one of the, so, and this is what I will say about, oh God, I hate to be like the tough love of this 
But people, I believe people can change when it comes to things. So my boyfriend's number one love language is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Mine is physical touch. Physical touch is so low on his, like might Mm. be the last one, like not a PDA person, nothing like that. Mm. But because it's important to me, he will totally do that for me. Mm-hmm. And there are some times when like, there are times when like, I like, we like have gone to our therapist for him. Like, he like dropped my hand when we went into a party and she goes, well, do you, do you think that him dropping your hand in the party meant that he didn't love you anymore? And I was like, I, I don't know. And she's like, well, did he like hold your hand at any other point during the evening? I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, well now you're, you're, you're writing too much on this because now like this is that you're putting so much That's importance on this thing it is. and you're judging every individual moment as opposed to like the day mm-hmm. you've got two years to like judge and look at. And like, if I could like beginning of when Mots and I started dating and like the lack of like, he just, and it wasn't that he didn't like me or like didn't love me. It was just like, that's not Mm -hmm. And then he'd be like saying all these nice things to me. I'm like, okay, I don't fucking care. Like whatever, whatever. And then he's like, well, why aren't you like, what do you mean? And then I was very physical touch and I not so much words Mm -hmm. of affirmation. And so he would then feel like, well, why? Like, and it wasn't until we literally like had the conversation. Then it was like, okay, cool. Instead of like doing onto others as you would do onto yourself, like, this is, this is how you receive love. Okay. Now I'm going to make a point to make sure that you feel loved and you're going to do the same thing, even though it's not how each other like mm-hmm. sends and receives love. Like that's what you're going to do for the other person. And if he knows that yeah. two years in, I'm the poster child of saying like, you can change, like right. you can be more like that. I'm much more words of affirmation for him now. And like, mm-hmm. I'm even like that with a lot of my other friends. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh wow. Oh my, I'm so happy. I, I can help you. Cause you can see that in someone's yeah. face when you're saying something and they're really like feeling loved and like registering that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, cool. Great. I'm so happy. So there, if he's had this for two years and it hasn't changed, like I don't see it changing mm-hmm. and I don't see it about being like a sex thing. I think it really is about like physical. It's about different love languages. Yeah. And it's about like telling somebody, this is how I feel loved. And then being like, I'm not going to do that for you. I think the best advice is to make him take the quiz. I think. Yeah. But I feel like he has, if his is words of affirmation, how would we know that? I think they should go to couples therapy. Oh my God. Mm. Couples therapy is amazing guys. Everybody should go to couples therapy. It is the greatest thing in the entire world. I I brought in, lovers to therapy but i've never done couples it's great it's really great it's amazing that's a good idea it's fantastic because there's like i don't like there's something to be like when and i think the greatest thing about therapy it's like it just proves to people like who don't have like they're not they're not married there's no contract there are no kids or whatever it's like if you're going through some shit or whatever it's like the biggest sign that someone else actually wants to put in the effort and cares Mm. it's like yeah we're gonna go and we're gonna talk to some random fucking person about our problems and i care about fixing it like this much because if he's not taking that part seriously then that's that's your answer right there exactly he doesn't want to change and he doesn't want to make you feel loved and that should be like a pretty clear sign but go through the steps like mm -hmm. does he want to take the quiz does he want to put effort into mm-hmm. realizing your love language is touched the way that your boyfriend did yeah. does he want to show up on time for therapy like will he show up for you I think is the underlying question beneath this yeah and I think you saying that you see like you're she said she saw being married like getting like yeah. married to all that stuff so like I think if you see that and you see a future with him like right now you're seeing it but this is kind of like the one big issue that's like trying to solve I believe there are so many things that couples can solve on their own, but if mm-hmm. this is two years and there hasn't been any way, it hasn't been yeah. any headway in any way, then you need, yeah, you need someone else to help you guys with this yeah. and help you figure it out because 
it's not figuring itself out. And again, like, just like you said, like if he, and if he's like, oh, I don't want to go to therapy, that's your answer. Yeah. Then that's somebody who doesn't want to work on it for you because maybe in the back, if he says no, in the back of his head, maybe he knows that he's being irrational and just know going to couple therapy, you might be wrong sometimes. It mm-hmm. might be in your head, but there's, Oh yeah. I think she'll learn a lot about two communication skills. Like if she, it sounds like she could also use the couple therapy in that, like her way of communicating to him, it doesn't mean the way you communicate is wrong, but like you could probably use a third party professional opinion on how you communicate to him because clearly two years in and you're still not getting what you want. doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. It just means your you should change your tactic yeah no that's like the the one of the first things like before we started going to therapy like the things that I kept being like I don't know how to commute like I'm trying to communicate but I don't know how it became less about love language is more about me like okay so this is how I communicate and how I would hear what I'm saying but I don't know how you're in hearing interpreting things and that was like the thing that I told my therapist that she was like no that's the like the smartest thing ever is like Mm -hmm. the fact that when you talk to somebody so many other people like people can read into different things you need to find out how the other person like communicates as well and you're able to like if you have another party in there they're able to bridge that gap and be like okay well you're saying that but do you feel this it's like when you're coming from like oh this is what I'm saying and then are you someone else reading too much into it or are you not saying what you really Mm -hmm. feel and everything like that it's like I think if you guys are serious about it I think it's a really Mm -hmm. great choice and uh like a very fantastic thing that's like super hard but like relationships are double the price because there's two people I feel like it depends. Is it covered by insurance? Um, I mean, I've got SAG insurance, which is good insurance. Mm. I wonder, because I wonder too if it's like she's 25, she said. Yeah. Like, do you, I don't know that people have money to go to couples therapy. I mean, I there's, there's a lot of like affordable places that like, do yeah. sliding scales mm-hmm. for depending on or how like much money. App. Yeah. Can you do an app with couples therapy? I love I think apps. you can. Probably, yeah. Therapy yeah. Apps. <sighs> well, best of luck. Yeah. I Do you ever do like update episodes? We do. Oh my gosh. I want to know an update on all of these things. Yeah. I would love an update on this one specifically. I would just love an update of someone who like listened to me saying go to couples therapy. Therapy. I've been telling all of my fucking friends, I'm like, go. It's great. It's so fucking great. Well, are we on to listeners' advice? Don't yeah. blame them. Yes. Ooh. Uh-huh. What's this segment? So this is when um, our listeners they call in and give their own advice on Ooh. past calls that we've had. Cute. Yeah. All right. So this is um, from the episode with Alexandra Tweeten. And um, this was someone um, that constantly was comparing themselves to other Mm. people. So um, here's some advice for that. I'm 22, almost 23. I felt so passionately, I called in the middle of the episode. Anyway, I used to compare myself to everybody all the time to the point where I actually ruined friendships because of it. Like, I ruined friendships. And something that, like, really clicked and changed for me that helped me change was the mantra that I just kept saying to myself over and over again. Comparison is the thief of joy. Joy. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Like, she was explaining, it's like an uphill mantra. And it's something that you have to, like, keep telling yourself, but it does get easier. Like, just for weeks, just tell yourself comparison is the thief of joy. Because, really, the only person that you're hurting is yourself. It, it feels like this horrible, like, spiral of comparison. And if you just remind yourself that, like, you're just, the only person you're hurting is you in this situation. So you might as well just be happy for the other people in your life and focus on you and what you have to do to improve yourself. Um, yeah, I just, I felt very passionate 
and that's what helped me and hopefully it helps the caller too. Bye. It says Theodore Roosevelt said that, but I feel like I'm being trolled right now. But maybe I that is my favorite quote That's of all so time. I put it on Instagram all the time. I always tell people like unfollow anything that doesn't make you like your nipples get hard. Oh, if anything makes you go like mm, or even like oh yeah or like oh delete it unfollow mm-hmm. like the 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 amount of time we spend on our fucking phones. You should feel nothing but heroin yeah not that i know what heroin i don't know what heroin, i am from uh, florida do but i don't know <laughs> like. but like you should fit they're so quick and his study slope like the second you go off and you start following like all the fucking hadiths and all the people mm-hmm. that like you know that's who makes me feel better about myself <laughs> like it is such a quick sliding scale I love that quote so much. I love this person, whoever wrote that in. That's my favorite. Oh my God, that's great. I literally have never heard that quote uh, before. Isn't it so true though? Yeah. No, you, yeah. You'll, you'll never realize how good everything else in your life is. Yeah. That you're alive, that you're breathing, that you have a podcast, that you have great hair. Yeah. It's really dirty. Pause for applause. That <laughs> if, if you are, if you're like, well, someone else has a podcast, someone else has hair. Yeah. Someone else has a, a couch. A couch. That's really soft, isn't it? by the way. It's really fun. But it's, it's just such a simple, hard truth. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. And I think like the, the biggest thing, um, yeah, it's like, it's all that's going to do is going to like make you feel, it's never going to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be another photoshopped picture mm-hmm. of somebody else that they photoshopped to look like somebody else. That's the thing I find crazy. It's like wow. people are like, you idolize a picture of a model and that model's photo is photoshopped because she saw a picture of another model who saw a picture of another model it's who was like photoshopped. An endless kaleidoscope and it's of all of these photoshopped. things are fake that yeah. they did because they didn't feel like enough. And then you're looking at like a byproduct of somebody else feeling insecure yeah. that you're comparing yourself to that doesn't exist. And it's not something that happens overnight. Like you don't just, oh, yeah. just decide like, I'm not going to compare myself to people. I really do think it's a process of like unfollowing starting to Mm -hmm. to infiltrate your feed with like what real people look like how real people post things like we are in the business so I'm sure we follow so many more accounts (laughs) that are curated than we need to but Mm -hmm. like my therapist said something really my therapist my nutritionist who's also kind of like my therapist (laughs) said something really great which is also funny because she's like an Australian model so it's really hard for me to take anything she says to her (laughs) but she's very smart she always says like you know, I'll be talking about how I hate my arms, right? Like I fucking hate my arms. And she's like, well, you're very mean to your arms. Like they didn't do anything to you. you. And I'm like, yeah, I know that quote. That's like, oh, would you talk to yourself the way you talk to a friend? Of course not. Like I can't, I just can't get rid of this negative voice inside my head. And so what she told me to do is instead of sending hate to it, send love and hugs so she's like when you fucking hate your arms that means your arm needs actually like extra oh it's like being needy it's like like, yeah you're not so why are you like shut the fuck up you stupid thing like you're hungry and you're sad so i'm definitely not gonna feed you and instead it's like just hold it and be like it's okay arm (laughs) you're doing the best arm you can and so now like all over every mirror i have in my 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 house is just like instead of sending love send send instead of sending hate send love to whatever place needs it because it needs a little extra that day yeah i'm needy sometimes i need extra love i'm like do you love me do you love me do you love me and it's like yes 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 yeah yeah. but i need you to mean it this time i need you to say it again okay well um that's it for this episode thank you so much kelsey for being on oh my god thanks for having me this is so fun it's just so great you gave great you're very smart oh my god i didn't even go to college neither did i dropped out of three oh my god you dropped out three colleges or like there's your third year 
dropped out of three full universities. Different three ones. different universities. Really? Which yeah. ones? Auburn University. Okay. NYFA. What? NYFA. Uh, New York Film Academy. Okay. And then uh, LA City College. Okay. Yeah. Fuck school. No, Stan School well, Kids. Yes. Well, most mm, of school. I have thoughts about that, but <laughs> that's for another podcast. Oh, yeah. No, we've, we've had a lot. Someone did YouTube say- YouTube University is yeah. going to be a thing in three years. Oh, no. I'm telling you. That's not good. Do you oh. think Logan Paul's going to teach classes? I hope not. I know. I really hope not to. They'll be gone soon. Okay, then you end this fucking episode. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And for our international listeners, email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. With an um, H. Yes, with an H. And where do people find you on the internet? Oh, I'm just Kelsey Dara on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to spell Dara? Because it's oh, apparently... Oh, sure. D-A-R-R. A-G-H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be in the show too. Oh, perfect. Oh, thanks. As will thanks for me. This is awesome. Oh my God. Thanks. Come back anytime. Um, uh, but yeah, guys, if you liked this episode uh, and you are watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed to us on the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. That'd be great. And then if you are wa- uh, listening to this, you can check out the video version on YouTube. We are also on Stitcher Premium with bonus episodes, exclusive ones. If you want to listen to that and then any oh. other place, go to don'tblameme.show to figure it out. Follow us on Instagram. Don't oh blame me, pod. It's a don't blame me pod, but it looks like meme pod because there's That's me funny. Me. I look it's it up so now. funny. And also some people are commenting like now, just like just random like mm-hmm. don't blame meme pod things, which I think is great. So uh follow us on Instagram there. I got locked out for a while because I created too many Finsta accounts on Instagram logged me out of all of them because they were like, be nice to yourself, don't self-sabotage and look at people who've already blocked you. So but we're back. I'm, I'm back on. It's great. I'm only have one I still have one Finsta. Such cute aesthetic. I can't. Thanks so much. I can't with you, you're too so perfect. Great. I have to leave oh, now. I need to go back to my no, dungeon no. hole. No, that's but I I am in dungeon hole. I'm in dungeon hole with like a clean aesthetic. Also, yeah. the nickname for my pussy. Dungeon <laughs> hole, my nickname in high school. And with that, and with that, thanks guys, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Nurex. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex means fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and automatic refills you don't have to think about. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could even be free with insurance. Go to Nurex.com slash blame, N-U-R-X dot com slash blame for a $20 credit. Guys, this week we do have an exclusive bonus episode of Don't Blame Me. It is on Stitcher Premium. Check it out. You're not going to want to miss it. It's like extra Megan and Melissa. You're like, oh my God, I'm almost done. I don't want this to be over. This is terrible. I have to wait a whole week. You don't have to wait a whole week. You got a bonus episode this week. So guys, Stitcher Premium knows that you guys are going to love us, but they like want, they, they know we're like a new car and maybe you want to test drive it. So guys, download the Stitcher Premium app and they're giving you your first month free with offer code BLAME. So download it. Listen to more of us. You got your daily, you got, you got like a double fix. Like, you know, it's like, it's like a, what's it called when you've got two drinks in one hand? Double fisting. You're double fisting. Don't blame me. <laughs> that's a good, that's a, not on a t-shirt. No. Double fisting. Don't blame. No. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> don't blame me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.